0: And it was it was hard it was something that um, I really had strong feelings about and I got really upset and it's if you let those emotions control you, you know that's it whatever happens is unexpected <laughs> We are back at Latinx Nation. I'm your host Sal. I am solo bolo today because we have Carla in Guatemala doing her thing. So I am going to be on my own talking to you about fear. So, what I mean by fear is uh, how fear can affect us in different ways. So, I'm just going to get into it. Uh, But first, I want to give a quick shout out to everyone that donated for Los Ninos Primeros project. I appreciate all of you. Thank you for your support and everyone that at least helped uh spread the word around that was an amazing thing that you guys did for us and you helped a lot of kids uh so if you guys want to check out uh what los niños primeros project was don't forget to go to our instagram account it is latinx nations and also strong nation on facebook so check us out we have videos we have pictures of everything that we did while we were while carla was in guatemala so People ask me why I have a certain personality and personality. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I can mumble. But uh, people ask me why I have a certain personality. How can I be so laid back, not be so stressed out, chill? And uh, it's I, I really do blame it on everything that I've been through growing up. And my unique perspective on life. Because I honestly believe everyone has a unique perspective. Because we all, we can all live in the same area, but we can all view it differently. And we were actually talking about that uh, recently. Well, recently, yeah. L- last night, it was uh, me, Melo, and a friend of ours. We were outside. We just, we just got to talking. We found a roof. Well, not a rooftop. We were at a hilltop. And we we were just talking about these, the universe and life and Kind of like having a podcast episode just without the microphone, you know. It's just like our usual stuff. Like we're not kidding. We actually do have like random conversations that can get pretty deep, like a little more frequently than I imagined. But uh, yeah, we were we were talking about perspective, and we were seeing how a lot of people are just afraid of being ourselves, and we we have this shell that we put in front of like the public and it's normal because no one should no one should know about our personal lives, but we also keep that shell up when we're around our close ones, like our loved ones. And I feel that over time that can really get unhealthy. And that can lead into like a sort of mental uh discapability within ourselves that we're feeding into. You know, it can lead to depression or it can lead to to anger or to like anxiety even social anxiety because that's also something i suffer with as well or like i over time i can't be around people too long or else like my mood changes and i become very bipolar and i can get very angry so it's something that um i i do blame that on myself and how i approach things because it might be a shock to some people because people see me and I'm always around people and i'm always like having fun and uh being very energetic and that's something that a lot of people just don't see but it's 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 real and it's happening like within myself and if i continue to feed into that you know it's not right but i i found a way to to balance that on my own to to be able to be around people and like be energetic and have fun you know and um by doing that, I actually have a social life, <laughs> but it, it was the scariest thing to get through. And how I did it was owning up to it and admitting that I had, I had this thing. I really don't know what to call it. Uh, I just, I had this anxiety. I had this anxiety within myself that, like, I can't be around people for too long. But once I owned up to it, it was almost felt like I had more control over it. You know, I always, prior to that, I felt like I was going to be weak. And being like, oh, no, I just accepted another thing that's wrong with me. But by owning it, like, the power doesn't belong to that thing anymore, you know? It belonged to me now. And now I am one step closer into determining what to do with that fact about myself. So reminding myself that I have control over time it helped me realize yeah i do have control about over my emotions you know i can react to certain thing within an instant but then i can not linger on it you know i can stop lingering on that feeling especially with anger because because of uh that social social anxiety that i had and that i have more control over now i would get angry at people out of nowhere like, like i said the bipolarness and it was something that was very hard, and I feel like that a lot of people avoid hanging out in big crowds due to that fact, like just in their own case. But I feel like there's this confrontation that you must uh, go through in order to actually heal from whatever it is that's going on with your brain, because it's something that I I, I had to do, and I've seen that other like anonymous groups. Uh, how those programs work, like the, one of the one of the steps is confrontation and admitting it, and you know it's that initial step that we got to go through in order to do it, in order to be able to move on, you know, and not let it just control your life. It's something crazy. Like I never thought that I was be able to gonna I was, I never thought I was gonna be able to get through it, and now I have a damn podcast, like. And if I sound a little weird, if I sound a little mumbly, it's just, I'm getting real comfortable right now. And it's just, it's, it's something weird to talk about. It's not something that I really, I really put out there. You know, the only people that really know about this is, um, it's really mellow. She's the only one that really knew about this. And I feel like getting over the fear of, you know, the fear of being around people and what they'll see. For myself, it's 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 scary because I've done I've done bad shit growing up. I know that you know, and I've almost got it to the point where I felt like I was gonna murder someone, and I had the weapon in my hand in front of the person, and that wasn't right. I was able to control myself at that moment. It was like one of my first steps of healing. I was like, you know what? I'm fine, I'm fine. I use the same steps in my social anxiety, and I use it in that situation on myself to let go of my anger and I knew I just went like a fool like I went all the way off park with like this whole thing talking about social anxiety almost like premeditated murder. I know I get it. <laughs> But it was it was a bipolar thing that I had within my anxiety that it just it was all building up and it was all connected. It was honestly all connected. When I was standing there in front of that person with a knife in my hand in my pocket, because obviously I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get arrested. <laughs> you know, I'm not walking around with a knife in my hand in public. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was a tough time in my life when I was. This was when I was a teenager. And it was, it was hard. It was something that um, I really had strong feelings about. And I got really upset. And it's, if you let those emotions control you, you know, that's it. Whatever happens is unexpected. There's no telling, man. So after that moment is when it really hit me that I had to be, be in control. I can't be a moody teenager for the rest of my life. I have to be able to to go forth and own up to whatever it is that I'm doing. You know, I can't just make an excuse and uh, say, oh, I just don't know. You know, even though if I don't know, I got to be like, hey, I did it. I'm sorry. That's all I can do. Or if there's anything I can do, I'll do it. And it's led me to help out in different parts of the community. I joined a church group. I I try to help out, like raise money for like different kids and different uh, programs over the years. And then like raising money just to promote health and happiness and just be a good person, really. Like that's been my driving force is learning how to be a good person. Because it's just, it's hard. I can't, I don't want to go back to, to not being in control. And people, I've noticed that like a lot of people that I usually hang around with, you know, they tell me that, um, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you can be so positive all the time, you know? And positivity comes with the acceptance of fear. I believe, you know, believe it or not, like, um, I feel like once you accept what you're scared of, you know, you can go out and you can be like, fuck you, I'm gonna do my thing, I'm gonna go forward, get out of my way. But once you truly ex- accept it, you know, because I can sit here all the time, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm scared, whatever, you know, I'm not gonna do nothing about it, though. Because, you know, whatever. That was me. That I, I spoke that way. I was very soft-spoken. And I I learned that it takes action. I have to own up to myself. I have to take action on what the fuck I'm going to do. And I got to go forth. And I got to be who I want to be. And it took, like, it, it takes every day. There's no timeline. There's no span of time that... And you can be like, oh, yeah, in two years, you're going to be fucking confident. You're going to grow into it. You're going to get out of this phase that you have right now of an awkward an awkward pre-adult going into life on your own. Like, no. It happens at your pace, and it happens every day. Because there's this big idea that I feel like a lot of people my generation have to go through that. It scares us to be an adult. It's not just like money and rainbows and shit. Like, it's a lot of hard work and it's stuff that we already knew. It's a lot of work, but now we're, we didn't expect this pressure of already being successful right off the gate. You know, I was, I remember being 19, trying to get like an entry level job somewhere. They expected me to have like three years' experience. That made no sense. How am I going to be in an entry-level job to have three years of prior experience volunteering or some shit like that? Man, I just got out of high school. What you mean? I'm in college right now. Or, like, even getting off of college. It's like, oh, you're supposed to be already doing this, 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 and that. I'm like, I'm trying. But, you know, you you have your life. You have work. You have finding work. Or you have school and books and finding funds and finding a job to fund that. Or even getting loans and then finding a job to fund your loans. And then also having a social life and being with your family. And also if you have kids. That's a huge expense. It's all this crazy shit that we're expected to live up to. And so this like doubt, this self-doubt and... uh, low confidence within ourselves starts to build. you know now we can't we can't be risk takers anymore. We can't conquer the world now because of all these doubts that we have in our head and all this fear that builds up. It's crazy, man. From a teenager, I went from you know what now I'm a now I, I have hope I can go I can do stuff for myself I can be positive about everything that I do. And that positivity helped me through the tough years in college when I had to take a train uh, all the way to like Hollywood and go to school for like 12 hours and then come back like late at night on a train back to Long Beach uh, I was it was a very lonely time it was a time it was a long time to reflect and think about and you know, seeing a lot of shit again just on the metro is just the metro is a very interesting place. So you 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 see a lot of stuff, and you also get to think a lot when it's broken down in the middle of um, in the middle of downtown. And I started thinking about all these people and like, what is it that can really be scaring them at this moment? What is it that that is stopping them from pursuing what they want to do? Because I'm up in here, and I'm in this dirty-ass metro train, and I'm doing the thing that scares me the most by trying. Trying is fucking scary. Because there's always that little snippet of doubt that says, oh, yeah, if you try, what if you fail? Fuck it. Try it again. Try it another way. Try it until you succeed. That's something I always had to tell myself. Whenever I got overwhelmed because I needed money or I just needed food or I needed stuff like that, I fucking thank God I had my family. You know, I had my family, they they supported me through it. And it really got me to appreciate the fact that they're there for me. You know, doing, going above and beyond to make sure that I kept my education going and just learning the things I knew and making it easy for me because you know not everyone has that some people they start working since they're like 16 just so they can help support their family and it really got me to appreciate like yo I got my team you know this is my team this is this is what we're doing and I got to put in the work so I can't let that fear get control of me I got to go for it and it's just I got to go forth and do what I got to do Fear is relative to each person, though. You know, I got a buddy of mine. He went to Iraq, and he said that he became numb after a while. He was an infantryman. He got sent out in Iraq in 2015. And he was telling me that after a while, he saw, he saw a lot of close combat. And... What's it called? He didn't tell me everywhere that he went, but he said overall Iraqi area. And then I think he's in Afghanistan now. And he was saying, yo. Because I saw him one day when he was on, on leave. And I never really spoke to him as much Like after we graduated. I haven't spoken to a lot of people after, after I graduated high school. But then I saw him and we got to talking. And we had a quick conversation. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> and... And he was telling me, I was like, yeah, man, I'll, after a while, like, I just, I, I stopped having this fear of dying. But then I got injured, and I, I, got, I, like, twisted my ankle, like, in combat. And I'm like, really? You twisted your ankle at all things? Okay. <laughs> or like, all of a sudden, he was being reckless because he didn't have that fear. Uh, of the him surviving, I'm like, what the fuck? And then he t- he said that he had to learn how to build that fear up again, so that he wouldn't cost the lives of himself, or of the person, uh, to the side of him. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Where that he's not he's not using fear to control him. He's using fear as a tool, and. That opened my mind to, like, a whole other aspect of what fear can do. You know, fear doesn't have to be something that stops me. It can be something that's motivating. But, like, depending on how much, you know, like, fear fear can be a drug. You know, you can't have too much before getting addicted to it. (laughs) Before, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm comfortable. I'm in my space. If I use fear, that's my excuse for everything. like, no, man. You, You know, it's, there's a nice balance that uh it's a very thin line that we have to walk on in order to be risk takers, to be entrepreneurs or to be or to be just our own business people and or just do things for our family. Even for uh a lot of our parents, like my parents, they had to cross the border. You know, there was that fear of, you know, being caught or being killed or being robbed. All kinds of shit. Man, my dad it took he came by three times because he he's been caught <laughs> and he'll come and he he's he's crossed the border a few times just on his own and then my mom did while being pregnant with my older sister you know and he 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 did it he tried and he was ready and he always had that fear like yo i got to figure out how we get through and how we do this and both of them both of them took that that chance took that risk to so like give us a better life, and it's it's crazy, it's crazy the what love, and fear, can do for you because you know you got to be hyperactive when you're out there. I can't even imagine the things that they were feeling, but based on what they've told me, it's, it's adrenaline, you know. It's that mixture of of emotions, and then you get this energy, and you get this drive, to be successful in whatever goal you have. You have to use fear in that. You need that in the mixture. Or else you're reckless. You know, fear fear can give you wisdom. You know, based on past experience. Or just on things that make sense at that moment. But from what my dad told me. He said, it's all worth the risk. So once you get to that. Once you get through all of the obstacles that you have in front of yourself, that in order to execute whatever plan you got, after that fear goes out the window. Now it's like, all right, now you're in your spot. Now I gotta go, and execute. And it, it's, it's a crazy feeling. What he must have gone through, and those those stories, and and those two, those three people that I just mentioned, like um. They're just things that that I had to take in consideration and how I had to be a certain person, how I had to be a certain way. Where like, I'm not trying to be somebody other than myself. I was trying to figure out who I was. And I remember I wanted to just not have fear. But then learning from all these people, I learned that I needed to learn how to control my fear because fear is a motherfucker it, it will take you down and put you into the deepest pit into your mind that it can possibly find and it's a scary thing to go through once you hit rock bottom because after that moment where um, I had to talk myself down like a few weeks after that like I almost killed myself Yeah, it was um, it was a pretty low point. Like I said, it, it's it's a fucking it's a roller coaster. It's crazy. You know, I can go from like, all right, this is the first step, but then you you'll still have those doubts. You'll have those doubts of like, you know what? Maybe I should have just done it. Or like now I'm just a bitch because I didn't I didn't do what I planned to do. Whereas like you're. As a teenager, you just your mind is at a different fucking, uh, it's in a different aspect, you know. And you it's part of growing up is realizing like, you know, some things just don't matter as much as you think they do. You know, there's other things that truly matter like family and and uh, drive and just experience a life. You know, and love at the end of it all. So, you know, having these doubts within us really does suck. And then having to grow up past that as a teenager with all the high school bullshit and also shit that's happening all around us. You know, it's crazy stuff in order to go and dive into the real world and seeing, like, how it is and how, you know what, you're on your own to an extent. You know, you have to build up this team of your family, of your of your close friends your loved ones you know and like all of you have to push each other to go and be better and so you know you can live your life on your own you know you would live your own life but you don't have to live it alone you can always have people that you can support yourself you know you can rely on people it's okay it is okay to rely on people for when you need them. There's no there's no pride here where it, you you can say, I got this. I can do this on my own. I don't wanna have this to be anyone's burden. Like, you know, there's people that that they truly care about you, they just want you to know like, you know, if you do need me, I got you and I wanna be that person. That is my goal right now, is that I wanna be that person for whoever uh, comes my path, you know I want to be someone that's very supportive and just very helpful, and I'm trying with that. And this was the first step was you know uh, getting this uh, Los Niños Primeros project going, but I had this fear of like you know what if we don't get enough money or what if we uh, just lowball everything and now we don't have enough of the assets to give to the kids. You know? I had this fear of failing for the kids, but then I saw that we had a boss-ass team to execute this whole thing. And it really helped me through it. So from everything that, that I've been talking about, I really wanted everyone to, to know that if you are willing to take that courage, that courageous step into being a better person, For yourself and then for others, because you got to take care of yourself before you take care of others. It's like, um, you know, I salute you for that because it's a tough process to be able to go out and be a good person, you know, and I had a really nice rant, (laughs) but um, I'm really, I really want people to, to know that you have someone within like, latinx nation like you have someone that understands you and you have the whole latinx team that is here and that if you if you need an output and if you need to reach out you know we're 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 a group of people that we will do our best to give out like the right content and to like just have a nice conversation and to figure out what it is that you need to let go of and if for the people that, you know, they, if they're ready to, like, let it be known what it is, like, that's why we have this platform. We want to be that bridge for people. We want to be able to, uh, to promote and also to help people release, like, these feelings that they can be having within themselves or these ideas that they got or just uh, these plans that they have. You know, we are trying to build bridges for, like, everyone in our culture and determine, like, yo, this is this is better for the culture. And this is also stuff to avoid of the culture. <laughs> because, you know, there's that big topic of, you know, people don't take uh, mental health seriously within the Latin community. And it's it's true. You know, the older generation, they have a tough time comprehending the benefits of therapy and the benefits of, you know, accepting your feelings and not... Keeping it within yourself and just going through it and saying, oh, what if they think I'm crazy? I'm like, shit, we're all a little crazy, you know? It's okay to admit that. We're all a little loco. It's all good. <laughs> and just, you know, own up to your shit, you know? And believe in yourself. It's it's crazy what people can go through once you actually do believe in yourself. So I want to leave you guys with that, with this with just this notion of saying, accept fear, use it as a tool, have it motivate uh, your decisions in a very cautious way to find that balance within that. And then go fucking execute. Do what you got to do. Execute whatever plan you got that that will either benefit you or that help benefit others and not hurt people in the balance, you know? You know don't be afraid to be yourself because if you're afraid of being yourself you're not giving yourself the chance to be loved for who you really are and that love will get reciprocated throughout life so mi gente let me know if uh these solo rants uh were good or what you thought please and Keep the love. Keep the peace. Just be helpful. I'm gonna...